Boy, today you took a heavy turn on a couple of different occasions. But we, for good reason. Well, not my. Maybe it's just me. No, that was bad. My maybe it's just me. It was just dark and disturbing. Maybe we shouldn't even put it on the podcast. Nah, it's on here. Dang it! But we did ask for ideas about helping out a charity with the Kelly and Wood Christmas party. We got a call about bullying at school, but not with a student. Uh, when the intern's lunch was fun. That was fun. That was the high point of the day. In the trash flash, we had a brawl in a Waffle House. You'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. All right, we had someone call to the show, doesn't want us to use their name on the air, but they had a question about bullying at school, and it's not about a kid being bullied, though. So what's going on? It's about, um, at the kids' school, there is a teacher that's kind of almost getting bullied. It's a, a fairly, really know maybe how to handle this, but in one of the classes, there's some students that are, like, giving the teacher the finger kind of behind their back and just being really disruptive and makes rude comments and it's the point that you know some of the kids don't really enjoy that class anymore because it just kind of becomes so chaotic and disrespectful and my question is is this something that i should be getting involved in and maybe contacting the school and giving them a heads up oh man it's, that's... it's just a group of like one or two kids but they're kind of like the kardashians of the school they're very popular they're just you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, should I just let the teacher kind of figure it out? And But I kind of figure they're so new that they just maybe keep turning their back to this because they don't know how to deal with it. What is your connection to this teacher? Just that your kids are in her class? Yeah. Okay. It's an elective class. Both the kids are, are in this class. And, they and you know, this is a class that they love. It's just it's to the point that these this group of girls is just so mean to the teacher and kind of so mean to other kids. But because they're the, you know, popular kids, nobody wants to take them on. I, 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 can, I can maybe give you a little heads up here. So my mom was a teacher. And I, it sucks sometimes to see what some teachers have to deal with and put up with from other people. I would probably start it by writing the teacher a note and or an email, whatever, and just say like, hey, Here's what's going on. I, I want to support you in the best way possible because you don't know if you go to the principal or something, or it's going to come across as maybe that teacher's lost control of the classroom. Right, right. Or something like that. Right. And maybe the teacher says, yep. I, maybe the teacher's unaware of it. Um, it, it. Maybe to that level. So I, to me, I would approach the teacher first because they're the ones dealing with it the most. And maybe it doesn't even bother them. Like, it was wild to me how I, my mom would tell me sometimes, like, the way some students would treat her. And it broke yeah. my heart. Yeah. Right. But my mom, it didn't bother her. She was just like, look, that's a student. Like, I don't know what's going on in their lives. And you'll be amazed at what teachers can put up with in a classroom. And I'm not saying that is a good thing. I'm telling you that yeah. they, they've kind of got a Superman cape underneath that blouse or whatever it is. Some <laughs> Ain't days. that true? So yeah. to me, I would go to, I would, I would get in contact with the teacher first and then see what, how they would want you to handle it. Cause maybe they say, look, I appreciate it, but we've got this under control. And, and then you can tell your kid that, Hey, you know, I, we we've done our part. Just control what you can control, and and maybe your kid will be a little relieved knowing that the teacher's okay. Okay, that sucks All though, right, man. And that sounds good. Well, thank you for the call. We appreciate you sharing that. Would you got some inside perspective on that one? Well, yeah, and it just it broke my heart sometimes. To oh, hear. I can only imagine. And I, guess what? My mom wasn't alone in that there's teachers that go through all sorts of things ashley's texting in saying call or email the school hold those kids accountable that's there's a someone someone calling in right now says they kind of have a different opinion from you you went through this thing no i guess i would probably tell the teacher or tell the principal for sure 
I mean, I, we went through a little bit where my son was getting bullied, and it's a horrible feeling. It doesn't matter if it's your kid or another kid or a teacher. I mean, anyone can get bullied, and I think it definitely needs to be, you know, talked about and said something. So I definitely would go straight to the principal with that one. So what happened when you told the principal? Because my son gets bullied just relentlessly at school, and I'm always worried about telling somebody because I don't want there to be retaliation then. I think the school, at least in my case, for my experience for my son, did a pretty good job of, like, you know, other people had noticed things and said something rather than just, hey, this person came to me and said something. So I think it just depends on how they approach it. But I think, in you know, in my experience, they've done a pretty good job with not naming names or naming specific scenarios, right. just kind of making it a broader situation to, to make light of that. So you think, you think yeah, go to the, te- go to the principal? I think so. I mean, especially if it's a teacher. I mean, a teacher's job is hard enough. You yeah, know, right. they don't get paid enough. They deal with way more than we even know. So I feel like, you know, standing up for someone. I mean, schools are all about bullying and say, seeing something, saying something. So yeah, it's a hard situation. Big time. It is, man. I just, like, who are these bully kids, man? Like, wh- why are they like that? That's the thing that I, whenever my son tells me about it, I'm just like, who are these kids, man? Chances are they got something going on at their house that they're not happy about. That's true. It sucks. Yeah. 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 Usually, yeah, they retaliate because they don't know how to deal with their own feelings. I try and tell my son that, too. I'm like, we don't know what that person's going through, but that doesn't make it any easier on right. him. You know, it's like, it's like, okay, they're going through something. Why do they have to make my life a living hell? Yeah, it really is like a chain reaction. You know, one thing goes wrong and it just spirals and then it hits everyone that they touch. It, it's- What's that old saying? Hurt people hurt people? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, we appreciate the call this morning. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have a great day. Well, hopefully that helps out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And maybe if someone's listening right now going through this exact same thing, maybe that helped them out too. You bet. Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood Christmas Party is right around the corner, the second annual, as a matter of fact, and we realize that, depending on what you're listening right now, you may not be able to make it, but we'd love to see everyone there. Right. It's at Raleigh's Rednecks and Longnecks, but uh, last year we raised some money. We had this awesome airbrushed Reba McIntyre jacket that I found at an antique store, Mm -hmm. and then Troy is the, one of our listeners was like, I'll buy it, and you guys just give it away and keep all, or not keep all the money, but give all the money, donate all the money. And uh, that Reba McIntyre jacket actually went viral on social media, which was crazy. Yeah. It was my photo. I I, should have got some money for that. You would think. Either way, it's not about that, Wood. It's about trying to figure out how to raise money this year and where it should go. Now, we're going to have a lot of prizes to give away at the Kelly Moore Christmas party. Mm -hmm. In fact, we're going to have tickets to Winstock. Yep. We do that a lot. We're also going to have some Kenny Chesney tickets, Mm -hmm. and we're also going to have some Chris Stapleton tickets. That's a lot. That is. And we've got all those, and I'm thinking, I I don't know if we do maybe a toy drive, or is money better? Now, Toys for Tots will still take toys all the way up to December 17th, from what my research will show me. Okay, the party's on the 14th. Right. So we would be able to, so I think everyone who comes and wants to play along, Gets entered in for the tickets. If you bring a toy, maybe we give you like three extra tickets. Okay. And again, it's got to be a brand new unwrapped toy. I don't care if it's a little toy, big toy, whatever it is, we will bring you and we'll give you some extra tickets to get in for drawings. Now, this probably should have been talked about off the air, mm-hmm. but whatever. This is what we do. We're here now. Mm-hmm. I'm worried it's a little too late for a toy drive. 
because you know it's only a it's only, it's two weeks away now, right? And so for you know people might be like, oh, I didn't know this was a toy drive or whatever. I'm wondering if cash is king on this one. So maybe a monetary donation also, right? And you know either way, if you bring a toy, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. If you bring a monetary donation, that's awesome. Because I believe Toys for Tots will take money as well, or yeah. maybe we donate that money towards something else. Maybe right. like a I know there's like the Anna Marie's. Uh, you know, woman shelter in town. Right. I guarantee you some cash could probably go to a fantastic cause right there. Maybe make some Christmases nice Yeah, in that situation. I think the biggest message that we're trying to get across is if you are listening and headed to the Kelly and Wood Christmas party, we'd like to give something back from the community from which we've taken so much. And the other thing is, if you can't, that's okay too. Absolutely. You still show up. Because I get it. Right now, money is tight for everybody. Oh, You've got your own Christmas shopping. You still got your mortgage. You still got your car note, your insurance. I get all that. If you don't have a couple extra bucks, that's okay too. We still would love you to come on out there, hang out. You're still in for to win some tickets. And let's be real here. Maybe we take care of one of your Christmas presents. Right. Maybe that you know person in your life that you absolutely love wants to get go to Chris Stapleton. Boom, we can maybe hook you up. This is great. We're getting a lot of texts of people making suggestions on where this stuff could go. So this okay. is this is why we brought it up on the air because we don't know all the charities and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people listening do and know who will take money, who wants goods, who wants, you know, toiletries or whatever. This and, is this is good. And we like to spread it out too. You know, of course with our tattoos for a cause, we just dropped off the check the other day. Sean yeah. at Fresh Skin Tattoos dropped off the checks for Pathways for Youth. That went to a fantastic cause. So we want to find some other ones here as well. So we want to spread it around a little bit, especially the Christmas time of year, man. Yeah. I, it breaks my heart that there could be some little kids out there that may not have as much underneath the tree. If we can do that even for one kid. Yeah. 100%. Man, that'll make that night even that much more fun. And we got some people asking, what time does it start? The party starts at 7. Right. But the doors are just kind of open when the doors... Because this isn't... You don't pay to get in. You don't win to get in. It's just... Show, you could go there for lunch and stay for the Kelly and Wood Christmas party. That's right. You're probably so, going to be pretty greased and gassed once the party gets going, but... We're going to have some... Uh, probably a quick mix or two. Oh, I'm a quick mix. Right around 6 o'clock. Try and hold me down. 7 o'clock. We're going to start bringing people on stage. We're going to play some feuds. We're just going to have a ton of fun with it. It's just going to be relaxed. And if it sucks... It was free, <laughs> right. right? It was free. It's We're a, doing something good with it. It's a money back guarantee on your entry price. There we go. <laughs> so again, it, uh, circle in your calendars, December 14th. It's out at Raleigh's Rednecks and Longnecks. Show starts at seven o'clock. Doors open before there. It's a great time. Would love to see you. And um, you know what? Bring a toy. We'll make sure it gets to the right spot. It's time for happy hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So there was a group of people out eating at Rob's Ranch House, and it was a group of friends with special needs that like to go out and have a dinner together once a week. Well, it's a big group of people. I would say, looking at the picture right here, it's a good 10 folks that were out having lunch or having dinner with each other. Well, that's when an anonymous couple at Rob's Ranch House gave the credit card to their waitress and said, hey, we want to pick up their dinner over there. Wow, the people, 10 people. Right. The people were obviously very excited about it. Even when the bill came back at $300 plus, the couple was like, we just wanted to do something nice for those folks over there because hmm. I'm sure they catch a lot of stares, a lot of things go on that they don't like. So we just want to do something nice. Left. Didn't even ask for any social media posts. Didn't post anything on their social media. And now Rob's Ranch House is looking for these people. They say, please come in. We want to give you a full meal, the full bottle of wine, the whole thing. But no one knows who this couple was. Well, so did no you one- have the credit card? 
Yeah, but you, I mean, just off of a name, I guess you could go on social media, but that's right. about all you can do. You wouldn't have a phone number or anything. It's a little creepy at that point. Well, now this group of special needs friends say that when they go out, every time they go out, they're going to bring some extra money and they're going to pay for some group of people eating at that restaurant. Oh, man. Now, they said they don't know if they'll be able to pay for 10 people every time they go out, but maybe they see a couple who looks like maybe they're not having the best night or maybe a mother and son are out having lunch together. They said that now, since someone did something so nice for them, they're going to take that money that they saved by being out that night and they're going to start paying it forward every time they go out. Ain't that something? That's the ripple effect that we talk about right All there, the time. Man. Even hearing this story, I'm like, man, I should do that more. I should look around and see, you know, if I could ever help somebody out who's just having a rough go at it. Yeah, if you're at the grocery store or if you're at the fast food checkout, right. you know, I mean, it's... You never know, man. And you never know the effect that it will have past that. You know, we, we like you said, we talk about that so often of, okay, yeah, that's a great thing, but who knows what that great thing leads to. Maybe it dies well, right there, but that's okay. You well, still did something. The waitress that was waiting on them said the look on their faces when she told them that their meal was comped, was so, she had to go in her car and cry. She was like, it was so heartwarming. And now her life has been changed by mm-hmm. this. It's Man, it works, dude. You just got to get other people out of the way and let us do good for one another. The same way we see negativity can infect other people, Uh huh. the power of good... It's so much more. It is. But we just see it so far less. And that's a bummer. It is. But good things do happen around us. We just don't pay attention to it as much as the negative stuff. And we put a magnifying glass on it here. We've got to, man. Someone does. We'll take up that torch. Every single day, we will be a beacon of light in the darkness when we do happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. So they've done some studies recently, and they believe now that your brain goes on living for 30 minutes after you've passed away. Dude! <laughs> what? I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's dark. They said that some people have even, you know, people have come back to life. Which I'm a I'm a firm believer in near death experiences, man. These people that come back and are like, yeah, I saw something out there. I'm, I'm a, I don't care. Y'all can make fun of me all you want. It's not like the flat Earth stuff. Like that's for real. I believe in that. But anyway, so anyway, they say that people have come back and heard like, yeah, I heard you pronounce me dead, and they were clinically dead for all intents and purposes. Heart was stopped. There was there was they were dead. But I don't like this story. Why? Eh, that's haunting. In yeah. 30 minutes, dude, you're just laying there knowing that you're dead. I might plug my ears. <laughs> they said that they've recorded brain activity on people up until after 30 minutes. But is it enough? Because, I mean, obviously, all right, I get, like, your body shutting down. And I know this is grim and everything. No, it's not. But obviously, you'd still have, you know, oxygen in your body. You'd still have... You're getting you an know. extra 30 minutes. That's not grim. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's coming, man. <laughs> well... I just, I find it interesting because I really wonder when, because I, you know, sometimes I'll go down on YouTube wormhole about people talking about their near-death experiences. I know, it's I'm a really fun guy to be I was around. about to say, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> it's just, they're interesting to me. They're very interesting to me. And I always wonder, is it really that or is it like their brain still has a little bit of activity and it's being flooded with drugs and then they come back to life and they're like, oh yeah, I saw a white light and felt love and saw my old relatives. Or how much of that is just, you know, like your brain. Right. But here's, okay, can we go a little deeper on this? I don't know if we should, but uh, sure. Yeah. I don't know how this ended up in my algorithm, but I started. <laughs> I think you've explained why <laughs> no, it did. Wait, let me finish. I started getting these videos from this hospice nurse 
in my feed, mm-hmm. and she talks about all kinds of crazy stuff that happens when people yeah. die. Like, just and she'll and she, with the family's permission. Sometimes she'll post videos of like people reaching up and like. They've been, you know, unconscious this entire time, and they'll like reach up, and their eyes will open up, mm-hmm. and then they'll just—they're done. Or they'll be—they'll be carrying on conversations with someone in the room. You know who I feel the worst for? Who in all of this? The poor sob in China that has to go through your algorithm <laughs> to decide hey. what ads are coming to you. That dude's probably smoking four packs a day. It's like life at the and same sh- time. <laughs> it's like, guess what he's watching today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that I find things unseen to be pretty interesting. I just t- like like when my dad was passing away, he was like he was like. <laughs> well, this do it. A- do we have? Is there anything about bunnies coming up here soon? Maybe tomorrow. Rainbows. But my dad turned to my brother and he was like, "I feel like Jesus is taking selfies right now." Because my dad kept seeing these flashes of light in the room, which could be. But then here's the other thing. Oh, I'm not even going to tell you this one. Okay. This is where you draw the line. <laughs> my my. I I watched somebody pass away that was in my family on an iPad one time mm-hmm. because I couldn't be there. I remember this. And I'm not going to say who it was, but me and my wife kept seeing flashes of light. And we thought someone, for, oddly enough, was taking pictures in the room. And we're like, what the hell is someone? This, we don't. Who wants to remember this moment? Right. So I, who knows what that was? This is deep, guys. Well, and what is it that they say like a body weighs like just a... A very small amount less when they pass away. I think that was proven to be a hoax. Was it? Yeah. Because I thought it was like the weight of the soul or something right. like that. Right. Boy, we got deep today, didn't we? I knew this was going to happen today. I came in in a dark mood and then... Is there a Friends Marathon on TV yeah, today? I need, I, need, I need something. I need like a puppy to hug or something. <laughs> I need like six puppies to hug. <laughs> Here, maybe this will cheer you up. Just a little fart sound effect to lighten up the mood a little bit. I actually did. Okay, I feel better. <laughs> Didn't expect that to come. Wow, that sucked. I, right. I apologize. <laughs> I you know like, what? Just I, calls it out as he sees it. I came in a funky mood today, and I shouldn't have done this story. My, my brain wasn't ready to do this story today. The only thing would have been worse is another one of your flatter stories. <laughs> I'm not flat earther. Did you we full not, on believe? Did we not catch that Kelly said that he believed in the flat earth? No, no. I heard him say it at the beginning. I'm not, no, I'm yep. not doing that. You're we're not, not denying doing it. Nor yeah, we're not doing it. that today. Yeah. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you're crying in your car right now on the way to work, and you'll never come back to this show again, and I'm sorry for that. I'm crying here. Maybe it's just me. But I'll have another one for you tomorrow. I'm sure you're going to show up right away ready for that one. And maybe you won't like that one either, but sometimes. <laughs> I did drugs, but it was on accident. That's all we have up today in the HR files as we are joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. Uh, this Kelly came in from Kelly Jordan three minutes ago, apparently. <laughs> no, uh, this person needing all names out because obviously it's a very sensitive thing here. Absolutely. I'll read you the message came into the Kelly Wood Instagram page. I have a question and I am worried. Over Thanksgiving, I was hanging out with some friends at their home. They had a big spread. We're mm-hmm. all hanging out mm-hmm. on accident, and I promise it was an accident. I ate a pot brownie. They were called them green brownies, and I figured it had something to do with earth. Right. But Vegan. no, <laughs> it was laced. <laughs> Once I ate it, I started to feel effects. I didn't drive, called an Uber. I was very safe. I do not do this. Mm-hmm. I love my job, and my job does do drug testing on surprise. Hmm. Okay. I do not use these. I have no problem taking a drug test uh, the rest of my time here. 
Should I tell work that I made the mistake and came clean? It doesn't affect me at work. <laughs> so not like they're doing like heavy machinery or anything yeah. like that. Yep. So they're not doing heavy machinery, you said. Right, right. Yeah. It says like yeah, it yeah. doesn't affect me at work. Yeah. And obviously yep. I wasn't feeling the effects at work. It missed yep. a super long message. I'm just kind of yeah. paraphrasing. You, to cut to the chase, like if you were someone that had like, again, if you work with machinery, if you're commercial, uh, like if you're a truck driver, like if you've got your CDL, like those sorts of things, like where you can't have drugs in your system at all. At all. Um, yeah, you might be want to be a little bit more forthcoming immediately. Like, hey, this was an accident. But sometimes it's like, do you really want to volunteer that information unless you absolutely have to? Mm-hmm. I will look at my experience in the military for drug testing. If you like, they typically will do like a 10% or a 25%, maybe 100% twice a year, which just means off the roster. If you've got 100 people, you're going to pick 10. If you get picked for a drug test, you could probably do the same thing in the workplace. You can essentially do like a, a disclosure. Like, yes, hey, I, I want you to know I ate a, uh, what I found out was like a, a THC uh, gummy or a brownie or I had a THC seltzer or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. That's not going to save you from the drug test, but it might, you know, if there's a rehabilitation program, because uh, popping hot on a drug test may not be immediate grounds for termination. This guy, I'm not sure I would volunteer the information unless a test did come up. But the stuff is so much more available. Oh, yeah. So, like, my parents obviously live in Las Vegas. It's obviously incredibly prevalent there. Mm -hmm. My dad bought a THC root beer, and it was in the drink fridge. And my son went out there, he grabbed it, Oh, yeah. and he came in, he's like, Papa, is it okay if I drink your root beer? And my dad's like, yeah. I'm like, way, ho, ho. And my, my, he, my dad thought he was talking about regular root beer. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, thankfully I was there because I'm like, no, that's, and it's, it's late. Like, okay, well, it says THC, but you would never know. Right. You know, funny enough, at the racetrack last summer, there was like, oh, we were boy, at, here we go. There was a, a party at somebody's trailer and there was a plate of brownies out. And this guy ate it, and there was a big joke going that they said they told this guy they were pot brownies. And he worked he works for a utility company that oh, does drug dang. testing, and they weren't. But he was like, <laughs> you know, he was he was a, about twelve bush lights in, and he just starts freaking out. He's like, "Yeah, I can feel it. And hey, man. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to come clean on Monday and all this sort of thing." So you know, like, yeah, it's a, you know, a funny joke. One thing I do know. Yeah, I'm moving to Tennessee here in two weeks. You can't yeah. drug test me there. Oh, I'll t- I'll give him a ride down there. Yeah, <laughs> I show up at your place with a cup. <laughs> Don't you worry. All right. Well, I think we got to the bottom of another one, as we always do, and we appreciate you, Brian Zenzen. And we'll do it again next week. The HR file. Kelly and Wood. It is now time for a minute to win it, where Wood will give us a category. We got to come up with things in that category as many as we can before the minute runs out. We're joined by Brian Riley for this. Now, the last person to get theirs out before the buzzer goes off wins. What do we want to do today? Well, here's the deal. Brian Riley considers himself quite the outdoorsman. Yes, he does. That's false, but I fish. Kelly Jordan is going to be going to buy himself a boat on Friday. <laughs> no, hell no, I'm not. We're going to be talking. About fish. All right. <laughs> Types of fish. Now, oh, I, man, I, Brian I, Riley's I, got this one in the bag, man. I admit, I am Repeat? fighting with a hand behind my back on this one. But it doesn't have to be just like fish that we catch up north. It can be ocean fish, you know? Doesn't help me a bit. <laughs> You've never seen Finding Nemo? Is a whale a fish? No. It's a mammal. Damn it. All right. Well, hey, my wrist this really got hurt. Then. Is a shark a fish? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, isn't well, it's, it? good. it's a good thing we're getting this house yeah. now. <laughs> All right. Well, are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Before we look any dumber, here we go. Minute to win it. 
Fish. Go. Walleye. Oh. Muscalunge. Oh. That's not made up. That's a musky. No, it's, oh. that's a real one. Northern <laughs> pike. Okay. Oh, yeah. Southern pike. That's not real at all. <laughs> is Eastern Pike a thing? Okay, that, now this is sounding pike? ridiculous. Are, is Pike period a thing? No. What about what about the bluegill, better known as the sunfish? Yep. Okay. What about salmon? Yep. Trout. Clownfish. Pufferfish. I'm in trouble. I'm down to two. Did someone <laughs> say a fish? Goldfish. Is mahi mahi a drink or a fish? Mahi mahi is a fish. fish. Mai tai is the drink. All right, cool. What mahi mahi is like. Or don't they say that's dolphin? Mahi mahi? Or is it, it's a tuna. No. It's a tuna. Tuna. Did tuna. Someone say, t- tuna. Yes. <laughs> I already said it. Uh, What's the one that they say is dolphin? Sticks. Sticks. Huh? Fish sticks. What type of fish? Oh boy. Oh, cr- crappie. There you go. That's crappie. Fillets. Snapper. Sword to me. Cod. Yes. <laughs> what, what, yes. Did, what did you say? Cod. Cod. That is a fish. How did Wood win this one? <laughs> I've caught three fish in my entire life. <laughs> Homie said fish fillet and still won. <laughs> and stick. Fish fillet, fish stick, and cod were his three guesses. Yes. I, am, I am beside myself with amazement right now, Wood, that you pulled that one out. Me too. It all came to the timer. And he nailed it. I think Brian Riley was getting a little cocky. I think that's what happened. Look, I wasn't getting cocky. I was literally sitting and waiting because I figured once you guys ran out of fish, and then I said golden bait, I was like, oh, there's no way they know anymore. <laughs> and then I waited, and then Wood drops the cod bomb on me. Oh, man. I, didn't, I The only one I had left was goldfish. Oh, yeah, that would work, though. Mm-hmm. You can't eat this. I said, gold, well, I said goldfish. Have you ever seen Dang. when they have you ever seen when they drop goldfish in like a big lake and they grow to like four feet long? What is it? Goldfish grow to the size of their container, right? right. So like if you put them in, like you said, like if you put them in a lake, they don't they don't stop. Yeah, is that actually true? Yeah, I think yeah. it's like an invasive species. Google giant goldfish or goldfish dropped yeah. in lake. You'll be blown. I I couldn't believe it either until I saw it. I was it, like, oh my gosh, it's actually pretty creepy. Goldfish it, dropped in lake. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can get gigantic. But then, can you eat it? I, I think up? it probably doesn't taste that good. There's a football-sized goldfish found in Keller Lake in Burnsville. Yeah. See? Yeah. It was probably once someone's pet. Yep. Flush it down the toilet. It's not dead. And boom. Giant goldfish. I mean, how much work is a goldfish? Well, I mean, I don't know. You not clean any the, work. Yeah, clean the tank every six months. Six months? <laughs> <laughs> We don't take care of our fish in my house. (laughs) Kelly and Wood. Now, you tell me which one you think is worse, because we have some people that needed rescuing. Okay. All right. Now, the first happened at Universal Studios. A roller coaster full of riders got stuck in a vertical position for an hour. Oh, man. Now, it got stuck during its initial vertical ascent. Okay, that wouldn't be so bad. So that's like the big one, but yet you're not upside down. Right, you'd just be reclining. I think I would be okay with it. Maybe that. take a little nap while you wait to be rescued. You're probably getting a hell of a view. Right. Now, maybe get a little hot, you know, in the <laughs> sun and everything. That would probably be tough. Now, here's the other one. Passengers aboard an Australian cruise ship have been stuck on board for seven days. Well, if you're running out of food and booze, that would be terrible. <laughs> I thought you throw booze in there. Well, at least you could drink your way through it. Well, the ship was not allowed to pull into dock because of a dirty hull. Now, this is down in New Zealand. New Zealand apparently has specific rules for ship cleanliness to protect against invasive species, which is something we understand up here, right? Which is weird, though, because the oceans are all connected. So how right. do you prevent inv- invasive species? Maybe because it's like coming... Oh, well, New Zealand is a island, so I don't know how it's like coming inland. Right. Maybe. 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Boy, we're way out of our depth here. Well, the good news is Unintended. the cruise ship said, all right, fine, and turned around and went back to Australia, so everyone will be um, okay. I would rather be stuck on a cruise ship versus in uh, a roller coaster. But the roller coaster was only one hour. Right. You're talking seven days. But I couldn't move. That would make you nuts, right? You I, have claustrophobia. That one, I mean, that one would make me uncomfortable. The list of all of your ailments. Plus, if we're being real, if I'm stuck on a cruise ship, everything's comped, right? I'm not paying extra for anything. <laughs> right. I'm helping myself to Ooh, anything. That buffet I want. is going to be sorry. Oh, he's going to get hit hard. <laughs> Believe that. Honestly, the, the 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 cruise ship sounds like it just an added vacation. That's you know what, what I'm, I'm thinking. As, I'm just saying, as long as they like still had food and the you know the toilets weren't backing up because you know you've heard stories about that where mm-hmm. it's like the toilet starts backing up or whatever. There's got to be a button just to push that. Stop right yeah. <laughs> hey, it'll be our little secret. <laughs> Let's move everyone to the aft of the boat, please. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, what do we have coming up in Trash Flash? Well, speaking of food, yeah, people went to a restaurant and a fight broke out. Okay. That sounds crazy, but it's a Waffle House, so you knew there was a little crazy baked in to begin with. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Yes, it is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida, Alabama, my friend. Roll Tide. There you go. Well, that's where we're hanging out at a Waffle House. At 2.45 a.m. Now, Kelly Jordan, I'm not going to lie to you. Mm -hmm. I have spent many a late night in a Waffle House. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, that's where trashy stuff goes (laughs) to to refuel, all right? (laughs) So you knew we were already probably in for a little something here. Well, apparently, someone had jumped on the jukebox and played a song over and over and over and over again. That can get annoying. Now, it doesn't Hi-ya. say what song it was, but apparently at one point in time, 56-year-old Deborah Shivers had had enough of it. She was there with her three daughters and said, hey, whoever did this, I'm coming for you. Well, apparently someone in the restaurant responded and, well, the four ladies decided, you know what? It's go time. They began hurling insults at the other table, which, by the way, responded with insults of their own. That's when things started to pick up as someone threw a utensil across the restaurant. And that's when hell hell broke loose. All of a sudden, everyone started throwing things and the two groups clashed. We're talking about haymakers, hair pulling, the whole deal. And you can imagine, someone called 911, and when authorities got there, sure enough, the brawl was still ongoing. They were finally able to intervene, and when they split everything up, not one, not two, not three, but five women were arrested in the brouhaha. By the way, the cook... He kept on cooking. I wonder what song it was. Yeah, you had to imagine. It's probably All I Want for Christmas is You or something. Even the best song. After three times. Yeah. Hey, that one's cooked. I don't know. I can listen to songs over and over and over again. I know. I, and then I, you I, sing them over and over and over again. <laughs> no, I only sing one word from that song uh-huh. over and over again. Well, let's give this one a score, shall Come we? Come on. All right. So we got... Uh, 
play, how about playing the song over and over again in a public space is not cool. That's trashy. I've done it before. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Sometimes we align with these trash stories, even when we don't want to. Ted Nugent stranglehold six times in a row. Oh, gross. The song's 13 minutes live. <laughs> Why did you do that? Because I could. Oh, my. That's an pub- hour and a half of stranglehold. In a public place? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I put it in, then I left. <laughs> I'm going to throw a few I'm threw a few points on here for you, then. Woo! <laughs> Uh, all right, so we got 150 for playing the same song over and over again, but then getting mad about hearing the same song over and over again to the point where it results in violence. Mm-hmm. Tragic. Okay. 175 points right there. Can I kind of, I can see your side, but yes. Well, it's okay when we align with these trashy stories. I'm wearing a lot of points suddenly. <laughs> uh, let's see. The fact that it, uh, throwing things at each other in the Waffle House. That's trash. That's trashy. 150 points on that right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? What else? What else, What other meat was on this bone? Can I say pulling hair? It's trashy. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's it's trashy. I'm sorry, it is, and maybe it's just because I am bald, but I just find it disrespectful to the follicles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember going down to the lunchroom in high school, and there would be like a braid sitting on the ground. Like, oh man, there was a fight at lunch. Gross. <laughs> Someone's hair got pulled. Well, it was a weave, so it just got pulled out. Still, it wasn't like pulled out by the roots or anything like that. Gross. No, it was gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was gross. And it's like, hey, pick up your weave yes. before you go back to class. Anyway, moving forward, mm-hmm. one. Uh, f- were all five women arrested? Yes. Okay. So we'll give that. I'm not going to give that five times seventy-five. Though. That's a lot. I'll do double. I'll just okay. do double. One seventy-five. And uh, what else do we have? Is that it? Can I say it's a tad trashy to get arrested with your adult children? Oh, yeah. That, that is seems trashy. That is, I'll give that 150. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't no offense to anyone out there with the family photo from prison. Uh, look, so mm-hmm. if we can catch things off the trash flash sometimes, everybody can catch things off the trash flash. Shrapnel flies hot and heavy here. <laughs> That's right. Are you ready for today's scorewood? Come on. Today, our ladies fighting at the Waffle House earned themselves a respectable 950 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. It's time to play Win the Intern's Lunch Christmas Edition. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe we have Tony on the phone right now. Now, we've already pre-recorded Allison's answers to these uh, songs, finishing the lyric. Tony is going to guess if she gets them right or wrong. Tony, what are you up to this morning? On my way to work. All right, that sounds good. Well, here's what we're going to do, Tony. I'm going to play you the clip of the Christmas song that we played for Allison. You just have to guess will she be able to finish the lyrics or not, okay? All right. All right, here we go. First one, this is what we played for. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul. Will she be able to finish that lyric? Yes. All right, here was Allison's uh, response to that. All right, Allison, finish the words to this song. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul. Oh, <laughs> was a jolly happy soul. Something, something. I don't know. Something, something. <laughs> something, Does it something. something, something. You really don't know that? No. And you claim to know your Christmas music? Well, everything besides that one. Yeah, <laughs> give, her, give her another shot here. Okay. Because that, well, that was a short rant. Well, I don't have any more to play for her. These are pre-recorded. I know, but just play the start again. Okay. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul. Here we go. With a... Carrot nose. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're looking for with a corn cob pipe and a button nose and Never two eyes that. made out of coal. What's it even say? With a corn cob pipe and a button nose. But not I don't carrot. even know what that is. A corn cob pipe. It looks like a corn cob, like corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> I didn't even know those were the lyrics. Well, she didn't get that one, Tony. That's all right. <laughs> we we wow. tried. We tried. <laughs> we tried our best too. All right. Here's the next one that we played for. Rocking around Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Will she get that one? Yeah. All right. Let's see. All right, Allison, finish the lyrics to this song. Rocking around Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Everyone dancing merrily. Do I have to do more? If, if you know more. Everyone dancing merrily in the new old-fashioned way. Now, here's the problem. Yeah, I feel like it's the wrong verse. It is. It is the okay. wrong verse, but I feel like we need to give it to her because... I mean, would you decide? We were looking for mistletoe hung where you can see. Oh, well, let me okay. play it. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple But hers works too, and there's really no way to know where which which part I was playing. We'll give you credit. Yeah, okay, good. very good. It's a Christmas spirit after all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, Tony, she got that one. He's alive. <laughs> yes, she did. All right, you just got to get this last one. Will she know the lyrics to this one? Will she know that one? No, she won't. All right, let's see, Tony. This is for all the marbles for Allison's lunch. All right, Allison, let's see what you got on this one. Don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. Oh, that's good. Tony, no faith in the kid. Today you do not win the intern's lunch. No, well, she didn't get frosty, so I'm like, well, this ain't going to go good. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our first break of the day. We ta- we call it our bonus track, and we tack it on the end of the podcast. And we talked about buying adults for gifts. Uh, mm. Gifts for adults. Man, I am <laughs> off today, man. <laughs> Yeah, we did talk about that. <laughs> and I could edit that out right now, but you know what? Let's let it ride. <laughs> well, how about that? Uh, what else did we talk about? A lot of stuff. Your, your car, your interiors. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, that's mm-hmm. right. We talked about some things. I'm sorry. Today's show, I, I would rather just strike the whole show from the record. Never. All right. Well, here's the bonus track. Kelly and Wood. Mics are on. <laughs> Running hot. Ah, oh, we did it, Wood. We made it to another day. Can you believe it? Oh, my. The key fob still worked this morning, and that feels good. And that means we're still here. We got to work for four more hours. Well, I don't know if I'm really calling this work. <laughs> no, it's not at all. No. It's not at all, my friend, but uh, we can get the show going unless you got something you want to say right out the gate. I, I do, uh, but some people may call it a manifesto. Okay. A credo. But I, I'm ready to kick today because today's Wednesday. Yeah. It's a tad icy out. It is. Is it a... You so say? I saw you look at the corner of your eye, and I swear if any of you guys texted in, I'll block you. That you, that you know what's going. It was a little bit icy, so you had to watch your step, one might say. Look, I will. can I defend the beautiful city, the metropolis that is Sartell for a moment? Go ahead. Sartell takes a lot of heat. A lot of heat for the roundabouts. For the oh, roundabouts. yeah, there is a lot of roundabouts there. I love them. I, now, a, why'd you do a Dukes of Hazard around it today? I love them for the ability to not sit at a light 
right. in, at 4 a.m. in the morning. Correct. But even more so, when you get on the road and you're like, eh, I don't know, is it is it a tad icy? The first roundabout you hit, you know, you know one way or the other. <laughs> and you, I, Dukes of Hazard's a great call. Yeah. Because I hit the first, and I'm not coming in, you know, 75 miles an hour. No. I'm easing in. Right. And sure enough. She skirted sideways. Even the Raptor, huh? Yeah, and I was like, oh, crap, I got to put it in four-wheel drive, which doesn't help a ton on ice. Right. But, eh. Gives you a little peace of mind. Right. I think he gives me a good reason to tell the insurance company when this thing ends up in a ditch. Right. You know, but it was, I I, I like the roundabouts because it's almost like a little, almost a heat check, if you will, in the mornings. I, you know, it's funny that you bring up a roundabout. There's this guy I watch who does what he calls like uh uh, covert camping or extreme camping or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he'll go camp in places where like you wouldn't expect somebody to camp, right? And the, the last one I watched, he went and camped in like a round in like the woods of a roundabout. You're out of your mind. There's no <laughs> way. After, after seeing those videos like it was somebody like a DUI right. going blasting through there. Yeah. What the I can't think of the name of his channel right now, but yeah, he definitely he does he'll go like camp in the back of a U-Haul in a Walmart. But I don't understand the show to be 100% honest with you. It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> it's got millions and millions of views for some reason. I, can you imagine but like, if that's how you went out and you got to the pearly gates? And there's St. Peter, and he's like, what you go out doing? Yeah. Uh, I got hit by a Toyota Tercel in the middle of an intersection because I was trying to get 13 views on YouTube. I was, I was doing some extreme camping. You know, I you know, I just just go in. I deserve go, it. He'll go, like, camp in a stream behind a Walmart or something like that in, like, the middle of a city and just try not to get spotted by anybody. Uh, Sam texted in, camping with Steve? Is that I, who it I is? I'm not sure of that. There's a few different ones. There's multiple idiots out here. You know the ones that I really like watching, especially during the winter time, are the like these people will go camping in sub-zero temperatures. It'll be like it'll be like camping at 30 below or something like that. A lot of them are up in Canada doing this, and they'll set up a tent, and the tent has like a little fireplace in it that they like a little wood burning stove to keep it warm. These are like insulated tents. Okay. You know? It's not like the, it's not what you're setting up in the summertime at WeFest. <laughs> Popping up that $35 tent from Walmart. But it just it looks so cozy because it's that that's the thing that I that, probably the only thing that I've ever liked about winter is that it's so harsh outside, but inside is so cozy. Like oh yeah. That's when when these people go camping and like they're cooking their little dinner inside of their tent and you know maybe having a beer or something and it's just I don't know, it looks so cozy. Well, I, and look I am ecstatic to get out of the winter cold. Yeah. But I will say this. There is something really special about that first good snowfall. Yeah. And you're home. Right. Yeah. Now, that first snowfall sucks when you're at work and you know you got to trudge home through it all. Yeah. But when you're home and you, you know got the, the pl- fireplace on, maybe you got some hot cocoa going. You know the plow came. That's that's the one when you're not home and you know the plow came. So you're not even going to be able to get in your driveway. Literally, the first thing you have to do when you get home is shovel. Heavy, heavy snow. And you know, you know in your heart of hearts, those plow drivers. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're doing it on purpose. Well, no, I mean, they got to put the snow somewhere. Right. But I've seen videos, speaking of videos, yes. where there's like snow plow drivers that like know of a way. It, it was almost like magic. Right. That they could like create like the 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 blade or whatever when they were going past a driveway to almost like skirt it. Okay. It was really weird. Now, to be honest with you, I'm not doing that if I'm a plow driver. No, it would take so much time. Yeah. It, it, to hell with it, Doug. You got to dig out sometime. Yeah. Get out of here. If you don't like it, move. Well. I, that was one of the great things about living in the city when I was growing up as a kid. 
driveways weren't facing the street. Oh, because it's all in the alley, right? Right. And the plows would come down the alley once in a while. <laughs> like they did, they've rarely ever plowed the alley. My dad used to plow the alley with his plow. Really? And then he would get in trouble by the city for plowing the alley. But he'd be like, good grief, we've been sitting here for two days and no one brought their plow through. I'm, oh, Gil's going to light up a cig and run his plow down the alley. How did they know? So somebody was diamond amounts? Probably. Oh. You know how people be. Sometimes it'd be like that. That's whose driveway I'm leaving all the snow in front of. Yeah. Then. My dad used to, I think my dad was just looking for any excuse to be away from his family because he would fire up the, the snowblower and do the whole block. Like he would do everybody's sidewalk on the whole block. That's a lot of gas. It was, but it was also like it gave him a chance to have a good four or five beers, you know? Now, how insulated was his clothing? Oh, very. Had my, to be. My dad had terrible circulation from smoking so much. Mm-hmm. He had absolutely terrible circulation. But he'd be out there doing his garage would be at 150 degrees when he came back. Yeah, the dude loved winter, man. I went out yesterday, didn't wear any gloves or anything. I was outside for like five minutes moving a couple things around. The My Re- hand was white. The Raynaud's kicked in. The Raynaud's disease. Raynaud's syndrome. Attacked. And it, golly, it hurts. Yeah, you're not alone. Remember, people were texting in that time like, yeah, I suffer from Raynaud's too. It sucks. I, I had never heard about it until I met you. I thought it was fake at first. I thought it, it was just another reason for you to complain. You know what I was doing? What? Raising awareness. That's what I do. <laughs> Did you throw up a fist in your street? A white a white fist? <laughs> All the fingers are white. Like, oh, what's the matter with that guy's hand? It's like, ah! It's, it's a thing! Uh, should we get the show moving here? Uh, we will. Oh, Bab section says, Kelly, is it the guy from Canada, Steve Wallace? It could be. I, I don't really remember his name. I, I, I was in a YouTube wormhole. But you're talking about the, other, the guy who camps in extreme Camps everywhere. It could be, yeah. And Josh, you're on my block list. It's time for the Minnesota Shuffle. We don't have to do it today. We don't have to. It's too much. It's too loud. It's too crazy. It's too wild. You're, you're not feeling it today, are you? I'm not. I'm not feeling it. I, I'll be honest with you. I was arguing with my wife all last night, and I am trying to get out of it right now. Oh. Well, are you trying to, as, as we speak? As we speak. <laughs> because I was thinking about the argument the entire way into work this morning, thinking of, oh, I should have said this. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Why didn't I say that? Oh, you are, you're a fight replayer, huh? Oh, all the time. And you know the old saying, never go to bed angry? Me and my wife go to bed angry at each other on a, at least half the month. That's not good. 15 days a month, we go to bed angry, not even saying I love you or anything. What if the good Lord calls you home at night? Oh, God, that'd be awesome. Oh, don't. If he Come not, on. Take me, Lord, take me. Yeah, you're in the middle of one right now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, man, that's why. You know what, turn you around. How about maybe maybe little James? Uh. Ha! All right. Speaking I'm not, of five years. God, my hat looks ridiculous on this video. <laughs> it was weird on uh, over the holiday break there. I went and did a podcast. Oh, yeah, with the uh, on tap guy. Yeah, you couldn't make it. Right. And it, it was weird doing the show by my by myself. Now, I did it with Cody and everything. Yeah. And if you don't know, it's up on, uh, there's links all over the place, the on tap podcast Those with the boys. Awesome. I had so much fun just talking about radio. Oh, is that what they wanted to talk about? It's a big part of it. Okay. And about, you know, how do people, you know, like endorsements, things like that. Some right. of the behind the scenes radio stuff was just kind of fun to talk about. Talked about Janet Jackson and her boob a lot. I think I saw that clip, actually. Wow. I was like, well, Wood's trying to glow up without me. Isn't that nice? Well, I mean, you were invited. I know. And I believe well, your exact the- words were... I'm not going to... I can't make it that I, Well, I couldn't. I, it was a day after Thanksgiving. I had family coming over. What do you want me to do? 
Didn't invite me over either. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. I was wood without a port in the storm. But that's fine. Well, say it would. I think that. So if you don't know, last summer I lost my truck and I lost my boat, mm-hmm. and it was very hard because now you didn't lose them. Like no, I forgot where I, I know parked. exactly where they are. Yes, the transmission went out on the truck. Boat blew a rod through the side or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know what the hell happened. Well, I think I've secured a truck. At least. I think I have 50% of my things back. There we go. I went to Painesville Chevrolet yesterday. Good spot. Looked at a Tahoe that looked like it was brand new. I mean, the thing, I, I couldn't even believe it. That's class. No, normally, I don't like tan interior. Living up here, I don't really like tan interior because it just gets so destroyed. This tan interior was immaculate. Oh. I was like, how do they keep it this clean? Probably WeatherTech floor mats. I would imagine. If I had to guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I gave those to my wife as a gift. I'll never get them as a gift, though. Well, Christmas is right around the corner. And your birthday. Oh, yeah, Saturday. Oh, God. Oh. I, well, well I, can't, I, I can't pull you out of this nosedive well, right now. Well, I'm going through it, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going through it. I'm not. I, 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 need, I need something to get me out of it. Maybe a blast of caffeine. I don't know what it is. You think? It could be. I, I'm not. I'm not my normal effervescent self. Today. No, you're not. <laughs> but you, hey, that's the ups and downs. You're living your true self. I'm living. I'm speaking my truth to power once again. Yesterday I started the show all funky. Today I started it all funky. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm. I'm bringing you. Da- you know what? Why don't you call the on tab guys? No. See if you guys can get a radio show going. I'll step aside. I believe their exact words were, "There ain't no way I'm getting up that early." <laughs> I don't blame them. Yeah, that's what you gonna do. We are Kelly and Wood, and we're ready to do it, man. Golly, we're almost to December. That's when the holidays are in full swing, man. That's when the holidays are almost over. Mm-hmm. That always makes me sad. When do you do your holiday shopping? Uh, my wife does it mostly, and she's been on it this year. She's mm-hmm. doing it online, which I never trust. So, she, my, I don't really know. I couldn't answer that question. I only buy for my wife, and so I'll do that in the next couple of days here. I will tell you this. I love the feeling of Christmas shopping. Oh, yeah. I love it. Like we go into the stores, they got the Christmas music going. They got the person out front ringing the bell. Yeah. Which, by the way, I, be outside, earn it, own it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't like the ones that go inside. Like eh, it's kind of cheap here. You know. I saw a dude the other day had a Bluetooth speaker playing Christmas music. I've seen a lot of that. I gave him two bucks. It was the only cash I had on me. I seen some that like dress up like a dancing Santa. There's been a lot of cool ones out there, right? Yeah. And I just love that feeling. But this year. Obviously, I got a lot of money going out right now. All right. <laughs> right. You know, I'm paying people left and right for things. And I kind of just reached out to a couple of my peoples. Right. And I said, hey, just want to tell you, I love you. Let's not do Christmas gifts this year. Okay. Well, can you say who these peoples are? Well, like me, you know, like my brother, you right. know, I mean, people, I just said, I, look, I, I, like my cousin, I love you guys. You mean the world to me. But this year, I don't want to buy you anything. I, my, me and my family stopped buying gifts for each other a long time ago. Really? Oh, we're grown adults. I know, but I, so, don't, I don't want anything from my brother. Like, but here's the thing: that's my was thinking. That's my line of thinking, right? Like, hey, if I don't if I don't buy you a twenty five dollar gift, I don't buy you a twenty five dollar gift. All of a sudden, boom! There's a little bit more money towards my move, right? Right. right. The, you would have thought I asked. For a kidney on the spot. Yeah. Because people were like, no, this this isn't fun because, and I get it. It's more fun because then you're not out stressed trying to buy grown adults gifts. But people like buying people gifts. Like that. I don't. Are you serious? I hate buying, because of the stress of it. That's why it's, it's not the, it doesn't have nothing to do with the money even. It's the stress of, are they going to like this? Does this look cheap? Does it look like I bought this last minute? Does this even, I, I hate it so much. 
My God. What? I, I just got a peek behind the curtain of your mind, and it is haunting. <laughs> I just, because I worry that it's just going to look like they're going to, here's, here's what I worry about. I'm going to give an adult a gift, you know, and it's, say it's in the $15, $20 range. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go home and be like, what piece of, cr- what, what closet did he pull this out of that he had for a while, you know? You know what you say to them? Huh? Go to hell. <laughs> they give it back. Like, I, I did that to my, my dad. My dad is the hardest person on earth earth to buy for right because if he wants he doesn't want very many things and if he does want something he just goes and buys it right he's a man of means there's no way to surprise him or anything and by the way he's not like huge on sentimentality like my mom i know i could slap my kid's handprint on anything right boom on a macaroni key chain (laughs) tears right instant tears my dad i could be like dad this is this is Everett's first, you know, tooth that I have I have whittled hand into, you know, the family crest. And he'd be like, yeah. eh, thanks. Blunt, plink. He's so he's hard. One time I bought him something and I thought I killed it. It was like a set of DVDs. Oh, I remember you telling me this. And he just looked and goes, all right. Okay, thanks. Thanks. And sure enough, I found it like six months later, still wrapped up, never opened. I gave it to him the following year. He had it coming. So, and did he notice the next year? And it was he like, oh, oh, okay, okay. This is. I think I threw this away last year. <laughs> but so to me, I, what I, you know, it's a gift. If you don't like it, that's on you. That's not on me. True. But I was, I was honestly surprised at how much pushback I got on of, hey, no, we need to do gifts for each other because I want to give you something. And then it was, well, fine, you don't get me anything, but I'm still going to get you something. No, no. No, 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 no. The wood's not going into a blood debt. Yeah, because then you got, then they got something on you. Right. Next time there's an argument, oh, okay. I remember that I bought you that Christmas gift. You didn't buy me one. Exactly. Now you're internally in debt. No, I would immediately throw right back in their face saying, you did it, I did You know, right. we had a deal going into it. Wouldn't feel that bad about it. My cousins are so good at buying gifts. The ones that I hang out with all the time. Right. And they're always like so heartfelt, so personal. They mean a ton. And it is so hard to buy for them. Like you would, I would have to start buying four months out to have like all these sentimental things. And that, and so they used to buy us gifts, and we would always forget to buy them gifts. And it was the worst feeling in the world. That's tough. So now we try and get them gifts, but it's always like, ah oh, man, are they going to like this? It's not as sentimental as what they gave us. It's hard, man. I I can solve your problem right here and now. Please do, man. You've fixed my life so many times. You know what you do? What? Get him a gift card to a restaurant and say, here you go. We're going to go out to lunch because you're getting time with me, which is that's, quite possibly the greatest gift of all that's time. A gift. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. And I'm picking up the check with the gift card and everything, but I'm giving it to you. And I'm saying like, look, you and I will go out. Whatever goes over this, I got it. Right. But, you know, hey, let's go do something together. Because to me, that's what matters. Uh, 100 time. Time is your most precious gift. Exactly. That or, you know, PlayStation 5 would be kind of cool. But, you right. know, hey, that's out, out of a lot of people's budgets. Jeez, they're up to five now? PlayStation 5? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Kelly's still working for that PlayStation 2? Yeah, I'm playing Guitar Hero on PS2. Where's that hot deal at? <laughs> but, I, I, to be fair, I don't know if, like, any of the hot gifts or anything like that. I don't know if there's, like, a home run gift you go out and buy somebody. But, to me, I'm more about the experiences and things like that. Yeah. Like, my parents have changed their... You know, all right, we'll give you money, whatever, versus now it's, let's just do a big family vacation. We'll pick it up. That's everyone's Christmas gift. Right. It's a blast. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know how this whole, let's not get each other, because I'm sticking to it. 
I would. Because Andrea, my wife, oh no, I, I think we're still going to have to get... No. Woman, I swear to God, I see something under that tree with somebody else's name on it. The yeah. uh, furniture's going to move. You got to watch uh, Christmas with the Cranks where they try and cancel Christmas. It might give you some pointers. Mm-hmm. It's a Tim Allen movie and it's a fun little LARF. I like I think Tim you Allen. might enjoy it. I like Tim Allen. Christmas with the Cranks. And that's what they try and do. They try and cancel Christmas and it doesn't work. No. And that's what your wife's trying to do. She's trying to bring it back. Well, because I love the season, right? I love everything about it. Of course, Santa's still coming for the kids and everything. And Santa yeah. will probably have a little something for us, hopefully. I right. think I've been a pretty good boy. You've done all right. But, you know, at the end of the day... Let me save a little money. I got. I swear to God, every time I get an email alert right now, yeah, it's money going out. Oh God, yeah. You have this fee. You have that. Don't forget to pay this person. I'm like, I, I didn't. I don't even know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that guy didn't even do anything. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But I don't. I even all of this going on. Yeah. I still don't have the stress of buying gifts that you do. Oh yeah. That was scary. My life is just all stress, dude. I'm funky today, aren't I? Mm-hmm. I, I someone said, take Kelly's shoelaces. <laughs> I don't know who texted in, take Kelly's shoelaces. Give him the Minnesota shuffle. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. It's not that icy out. Maybe we could just do some history. I always enjoy that. All right. But you and your wife aren't buying anything for each other. Yeah, house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wrap it, D. It's, it's right there. You liked it. Let's go. Put a bow on the front door. Oh, like those Mercedes-Benz commercials? Right. Like, geez, who buys someone a house for Christmas? Oh, those commercials where they buy two cars. <laughs> I know. Are you out of your mind? There was that Chevy one last year, and it was like a brand new Chevy Silverado and like a Chevy, to- brand new Chevy. It's yeah. like It was like $200,000 worth of cars sitting in the driveway. <laughs> cool. Here's a $2,500 car note a month in my driveway. <laughs> what are you, smoking crack? You got to be selling crack to afford this. Uh, all right. When it was on this day... All the way back in 1775, Invisible Ink was used for the first time. Oh. I don't know why or how or whatever. I don't have a whole lot of details on why, but... Wasn't it lemon juice? I think so, yeah. It was something like that, and they use it as for, like, spy work. There used to be a store at the mall where you could buy stuff like that. Maybe there still is. I don't know. But, mm-hmm. man, I used to love getting Invisible Ink. Then you shoot it on someone's shirt, like, hi, oh I got you. <laughs> and then it just disappears. Well, there. Look at that. There's Kelly Jordan's Christmas presents. Some invisible ink. Invisible ink. <laughs> Yay! The Kelly Wood Christmas party. I will bring a wrapped gift for you. I look forward to that wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1972. No, that's oh. not a glitch. I thought the computer was breaking. No, those are the old sound effects of Pong. It was the first commercially successful video game. Speaking of Christmas time. And I remember we had an old Pong set sitting in our basement back in the house. And that thing worked until like the 90s. Well, I mean, it had like four parts inside of it. <laughs> right. I just couldn't. Like We would hook it up and play it, too. And it was fun for about five minutes. Now, think how big that was. And like all the power cords and everything you needed back in the day. Yeah. Now, you could literally probably put Pong on the st- the head of a pin. Oh yeah, there was no. That, that's like those. It's like those Nintendo systems that you can buy that have every Nintendo game ever yeah. made, and they're like the size of a small book. Yeah, and it's it's wild how compact everything has got. Even in over the past twenty years. Yeah, remember? I I don't know if you remember one of the, my my favorite gifts I ever got as a kid was a portable TV. I don't even. I don't. My, I don't even think we ever had one of those. And this thing, oh, like a handheld one. No, but it was even before that. 
This thing was probably the size of a car battery. Right. And the the screen was three inches. Quote, unquote, portable. <laughs> right. <laughs> and when you, like, started it up, like, it made, like, a hum. Oh, yeah. And I remember taking that thing on a Boy Scout trip and got in trouble for it. I remember buying my first, like, handheld TV. It was like a Sony Watchman. And yeah. The, the screen on it was, like, maybe an inch and a half, maybe. I, it wasn't that big. And your tuner was, like, to change the channel, it was like, it was like a radio dial tuner. Yeah. And you, like, moved the little thing. Ah, good times. The good old days, man. These kids don't know how lucky they got it. <laughs> uh, in 2011, I find that Dr. Murray abandoned his patient who was trusting him. His patient was vulnerable under those circumstances, having been administered potentially dangerous drugs. Dr. Conrad Murray, Michael Jackson's doctor, got a four-year sentence for involuntary manslaughter for Michael Jackson's death. Do you ever serve that? He must have. I, he, I don't... I mean... I, I don't know. I guess, he, could you buy your way out of it? Well, you know how that kind of goes. You appeal yeah. it, and then they reduce it and all that. But it is it is amazing to me. You think about some of the greatest artists, musically, that we've had. Yeah. Elvis mm-hmm. had a doctor, pumping him full of stuff. Michael Jackson, Prince. El- Elvis had Dr. Nick, they called him. I think, remember from the movie. Yeah. yeah. And so think of all those people that had to surround you. And no one's saying no to anything. That's the problem. Well, because if you did, you probably got bounced out of the circle and right. there goes the gravy train. Yeah. Well, that's sad, isn't it? It, it truly, truly is. And I'm glad because the stuff that the, that doctor did for Michael Jackson, like if you ever followed along with that, yeah. it was it was sad and gross. Well, it was, it's like he was keeping him on just the side of death. Right. Like with a, with a cocktail of drugs. Almost like a zombie state to like just keep it going. And it's like, what the heck is going on? That's crazy. Let's let's lighten it up a little bit. Let's do some birthdays. Come on. One of my absolute favorites. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. That's one from one of my favorite movies, too, Just Friends, which is kind of a Christmas movie, actually. It's the right time of year. Uh, Anna Ferris, it's her birthday today. I just absolutely love her. So do I. And I give her and Chris Pratt a ton of credit. You know, it's not very often you see these Hollywood divorces and how great they were because they, they have children together. Right. And how they bought houses that like are like next door, like back to back so they can co-parent together. Yeah, and they can see the kids every day. It's uh, pretty good. She's been around a long time, though. Because, I mean, she really got her start in those stupid, goofy movies, right? Yeah. And then she's she was on that show, Mom. I don't know if that's still on or not. I, like, her, like her mom was a recover. They're both recovering alcoholics. I'm going to say no because, trust me, CBS beat you over the head with that during football games. Don't forget, <laughs> tomorrow night, Mom. Uh, I'm going to say she's 45. Oh, you're a little low, actually. She's 47 today. Good for her. Also celebrating a birthday today. Peace. Pieces. <laughs> it started with the show. Say, Bobby, how are we going to start today's show? I think we should start it with the show starting button. Howie Mandel. It's his birthday today. Now, I've never been a huge fan of his stand-up. Me either. Well, it was funny in the 80s. Yeah. That was about it. But man, that dude has just stayed relevant. Oh, that's why it's so surprising how old he is and his career is still going. Well, I mean, you know, he's now the goofy kind of dress up weird glass guy on, on know, AGT. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got to be, I'm going to say 65. Ah, you're, you're giving these people too much slack. What? He's 68 years old today. I actually thought he was, I thought I was going to be high. Yeah, he looks fantastic for his age. Right. It's, it's the shaved head. Right. Come around to it, man. Uh, not yet. Maybe, let's see, my birthdays, in three more birthdays, I'll do it. 
Don't really? Say, don't say how old I'm going to be. When you hit 40, you're going to do it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. you know what? You just lifted my spirits. Thank you. <laughs> of course, if it's your birthday today, I want to wish you a happy birthday as well.